Welcome back, everybody, to the Dom and Colin podcast. We are back for episode six of the Challenge World Championship exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. We've got another episode in the books, and uh, not just one team, but two teams have been eliminated, wiped off the board, uh, one by elimination, one by medical disqualification. So lots to get into here today. Of course, I am one of your hosts here, Matt Ligori, alongside my co-host at Brian underscore Scally. Scally, how are you? Oh, hello, hello. I am doing great. Ready to talk about uh, more of the challenge. Um, you know, there's, I don't know. I don't know if there's a lot here or if there's not a lot here. I feel like we are still uh, building. The conflicts are happening, but I think there's a good amount to talk about. There's a lot. Okay, so this is nothing to do with anything. I'm looking at the uh, the Wikipedia page for the current season, and there's just so many recurring letters. So there's two Bs, the Ben, Ben, the two Bens. There's two Ds, Danny and Darrell. There's Js, a lot of Js in Johnny, Jordan, Jody, and Justine. There's four Ks: Casey, Kaz, Kellyanne, and Kiki. Um, and this is including anybody who went home. I'm just looking at the the, the you know, whatever. Um, there's five T's, Theo, Tristan, Troy, oh no, four, uh, and Tori. Um, that just caught my eye while you were introducing yourself. All right. Yeah. I mean, common letters. <laughs> so not too surprised. Okay. But... Well, that, I thought it was a pretty interesting observation. So thanks for shutting me down there. <laughs> I am enthralled. Let's talk about it more. All right. Fine. Um, <laughs> Two teams have gone home here. Of course, we'll kind of talk through it in a bit of uh, order um, as, as best we can. But we did leave last week off on a cliffhanger where um, it was the stalemate uh, who is going to get voted into elimination against the challenge losers, Wes and Zara. And uh, Darrell and Kiki had the decision as the challenge winners. And I don't even remember if we floated Ben and Casey's name as an option, but that's who went in. Yeah, I don't think that we floated them. I think that we were looking at a couple different options. It did feel like it could have been anyone, but Ben and Casey was not exactly who I was expecting, though I think it was maybe the happiest I could have been. That's totally true and fair, and yes. I mean, because um, the options that were on the table were Jordan and Kaz, um, it, I mean, they could have gone an easy route of, you know, Jody and Benha. Um, I can't remember who else got votes uh, last week. It's it, it was like seven years ago at this point. Um, but, yeah, uh, again, Ben and Casey not feeling like they were, like, one of the biggest options. And then once they made the decision and talked through why they made that decision, uh, flashing back to Ben, you know, trying to stir drama up between the Aussies with uh, telling Troy, you're at the bottom. Um, I was like, oh, it makes perfect sense. But um, definitely the best possible outcome. I just think that it is super interesting for the position that they're in right now they feel like they're on the bottom of team usa and so they are working against team usa probably preemptively given casey's relationships with some of the mtv personalities but if they want to fulfill the prophecy like i'm down <laughs> like, let's make drama let's stir things up and i think that this did help to do that um i am curious i feel like they talked a lot about how Oh, well, like we knew USA would make a move against us eventually. Do you think that the USA had any intention of Ben and Casey actually going in here? 
Well, it's hard to say. I mean, we're seeing the episode where now everyone's like, yeah, Ben is our target. We got to get Ben out of here. Um, but was that the case before the last deliberation? I, I don't think so. I think it's that Ben decided he was going to completely go against the plan that Danny and Sarah had been playing out uh, or laying out for all of them. And he said, I'm going to do a different path instead. And then they were like, OK, we really can't work with this guy now. We have to go after him. So um, did that answer the question? Yeah, I mean, for me, I don't think that this was some, like, amazing plan. I know that I floated the idea of, like, uh, you could throw your votes in such a way to tie it so that even if you wouldn't have enough votes to get in a specific person, maybe you know that the winning team would throw them in in the case of a stalemate. But I don't think that's what happened here. <laughs> I think uh, this was... You know, uh, serendipitous that we get to see Ben and Casey go in to elimination. Um, so I don't think it was some master plan against Ben and Casey. I think that it was a happy coincidence. Yeah. Um, the uh, team that won, again, obviously was uh, Darrell and Kiki. I was going to ask you if you thought, you know, um, there was any more obviously better move for them. Should they have made a huge move Ooh. in uh, throwing Jordan and Kaz in? Um they were uh, going to be going against a UK team, so it would have been UK versus UK. I don't know if they were trying to avoid having that drama, uh, you know, going on for them. Um, obviously, Kiki is uh, trying to also simultaneously, you know, kind of secure her own space within the uh, the Aussie Alliance because right now it's like USA and Australia is working together, but also she's at the very bottom of that. Um, so it's kind of like you know digging her way into somewhere where it's like, well. Can I still be a part of this and still like, I don't know. There's, there was again, a lot of factors that went into this one. It's interesting. Cause it does feel like Ben is trying to help team Australia quite a bit. Like I know that he was willing to vote against them because Casey said so in the last um, elimination, but I think that he believes he's like doing his best by them in terms of like giving them warnings when they're like at the bottom of the, Australian alliance I think that he is pretty genuine in that and not openly trying to manipulate um, or at least not very good at it so I wonder if Jordan and Kez was actually a better move just guaranteeing a team UK but if Wes and Casey go home like you lose a team US team all of a sudden Australia has the most I don't know if that is bad and that it makes Australia an obvious target or if it is good in that now like you really are securing the numbers for your country I liked how Ben was like, um, Sarah and Danny are doing, you know, uh, the best that they can to try to, like, get me out without getting their hands dirty. I'm like, they did not have a thing to do with this. I mean, um, yeah, maybe maybe they would have been coming for him. But just the fact that it was like, do you think Darrell and Sarah and Danny are working together? Because I've not seen that once. Um, but the thing is. I think that actually now that we're talking about it, I think Jordan and Kaz might have been a better move. Um Maybe you're, like, too scared they're going to come back and you think that, like, all right, if we're going to throw someone in, we want someone who we're not as scared of. And so uh, not quite as scared of um, of Ben and Casey as you might be of Jordan and Kaz. But I think that, like, of the Team U.S. teams, Sarah and Danny are clearly trying to work with the Grant and Emily half of Team Australia, where it seems like Ben is trying to work with the uh, Kiki and Troy half. So... Maybe this was not the best move. Um, yeah, uh, Darrell and Kiki are also such a team that, like, 
um, they fit the same mold as like <laughs> Amber and Troy or Benha and Jody of like being out in La La Land, like Kellyanne and Tristan. <laughs> um, there's all these teams that are in these like, you know, big deal alliances and Kiki specifically is supposed to be part of the Australian Alliance, but she's made it very clear that she feels on the outs. The other players on the team have made it clear that they're on the outs. So um, it, it feels like almost any which way that they could have gone wouldn't have made a huge impact. It would have been like, Oh, that's just Darrell. Like, or maybe I'm just like completely undervaluing Darrell as you know, how he's seen as a player. Cause why would I ever do that um, lately around Darrell? But I don't know. I do think that Jordan would take it a lot more personally. Um, I think that uh, just like Jordan versus Casey, who's going to like hold a grudge at least more openly. Casey is going to be a little quieter about it. She might take her shot eventually, but I think that Casey is measured enough where she is going to um, target the people that are the worst for her game. Whereas Jordan will hold a grudge and target you. He doesn't care if he's in the end against the best. He's going to target who targets him. Um, So I can see that argument as well. Right. Um, this elimination, um, we're going to lose Wes and Zara here. Uh, Zara saw the writing on the walls from the top of the elimination that this wasn't going to be mm-hmm. a good one for her. Um, she's pretty emotional from the beginning all the way down to the end uh, because there's two parts of this. It's strength-based and it's uh, math-based. And Zara talks about how she had to, she's had uh, to deal with dyslexia her whole life and she's worried about um, how she'll do with the math part of this. And Wes is like, don't worry about this. I got the math. And she's like, yeah, but then I have to be the strength and look at my tiny little arms. That's not really going to be much better for me uh so you know people are talking about this as a super strong team and i agree i mean we saw them do well in the daily challenge that they won um and i feel like in general they've looked pretty solid um besides this hiccup in the last challenge that they (laughs) ended up in the bottom but um this challenge being a two-parter that was just zara was freaking out about both ends of it um it's you know not really too surprising that they left even though wes uh is perfectly good with the math I do wonder if, like, Zara can just get a couple of those math problems. Can Wes hold on, like, far enough? Like, how much can Wes hold? Um, you know, so I think that, unfortunately, we saw that um, one way that this goes. I'm curious how it would have gone had Wes actually done the weight holding. Um, and maybe Zara only gets a couple, but Wes's strength is good enough to go against Casey. Who knows? I think they probably still lose either way. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see if we could watch it play out both ways. It's hard to even like dissect the, the strategy of like, you know, picking the, um, the, the better, uh, sorry, the easier, uh, math equations versus the the, the harder ones, because they were different, you know, weights, uh, based on which equations that you were doing, because it was over in like two rounds. Like, uh, Zara had, uh, one of the, uh, pairs of red weights, which was the harder one, I think. And then one pair 22 of blue pounds. Ones. Um, so yeah, she had, uh, literally only two math equations worth of weights on her thing when she let go because she couldn't handle it anymore. So um, I would have liked to see the challenge play out a little bit longer. I'm sure she would have as well to see like the bet, like which strategy played out better. Cause it did seem like at first Wes was going to go for the easy ones. And then um, I thought Ben was going to go for the harder ones, but then he did one easier one, one harder one. So I don't know. I would be interested to see this one uh, elimination again. It's not like the most exciting, but it's uh, again, there's strategy to it that I feel like w- uh, would have been worth exploring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they ended up having, um, was it even, I think equal amount of weight on them at the time of dropping, because I think that Casey had three blues and Zara had one red, two blues. Um, I just don't think that Wes was like, going to be that much faster at the math than Ben, especially if he was going for the easy ones and still struggling, uh, getting them wrong there. So I 
uh, am curious, had he gone for just the hard equations? Had Zara been, you know, struggling but doing the math? I am curious how it would have pulled out. My other question is, unless, unless you have, like, more to talk about, like, in this elimination. Um, congratulations so. to Wes and his wife. They are expecting. Okay, so. <laughs> That's my um, final Wes comment. Um, also, I mean, I- he he totally waits until he gets eliminated from challenge seasons to drop big news. This is not the first time he's done this. Mm-hmm. I do believe that. I mean, I guess on the topic of Wes, um, yes, congratulations on the announcement of their pregnancy. Uh, addition to, uh, he did a really good message about like you know having sympathy for people that are also waiting to become parents and are struggling. So I think Wes is, uh, you know, you say that he waited until the end of his. Um, run on the challenge worlds to announce this. I think that Wes is well media trained, but also, uh, you know, it shows some sort of compassion, yes. which he also showed in like addressing the different MVPs on his exit saying yeah. like, you guys all belong here. And if my colleagues say any otherwise, like tell them to F off. Um, and so I liked that a lot. I think that Wes was always in kind of like the Danny and Sarah or the MVP um, like position through most of his challenge career where he was trying to work and do something and everyone like as a cast would say like, you're stupid, you're wrong and we're not going to work with you. Um, So I think that he probably can empathize quite a bit with that side of things. So uh, I did enjoy that a lot as well. Yeah, it was a very nice, uh, like it it felt like the kind of thing where he was – not necessarily like I'm not saying he he made this comment because he's like trying to make a point, um, but like in the world of the the bananas and Wes rivalry of it all, or like even bring Jordan into it of like these polarizing figures in this world and bring a CT into it. It's like you know everybody has their reputation, everybody's known for this and that, and bananas and Jordan are very uh, often looked in looked at in a villainous light for very obvious reasons. And I feel like Wes is kind of like on the borderline. And I feel like he's definitely been trying in in the past couple of years to brand himself as the good guy to bananas is villainous character. Um, you know, the good versus evil. And he's been trying to kind of paint himself into this light, even though he is obviously, you know, the, oh, I'm the game player. I, you know, or that's his reputation that he goes and he talks to everybody. Like that's not villainous. That's just him playing the game. Um, and like this really even like further brought me to that point of like, he's trying to be the nicest guy. And maybe this is, all genuine like this could just be um you know who he actually is and if that's if that's the case then you know all the power to him and i thought it was a great message for him to share um but it was just i couldn't help but think about that as i was uh listening to him say you know you guys are all meant to be here uh tell these assholes to f off like you know (laughs) yeah i think that anything once you're out of the game that you say i'm always going to assume is more genuine um unless it's like very obviously a play to get called back on another season um so which i don't think totally needs yeah (laughs) yeah exactly so um don't think that's wes's motivation here so him saying like you guys are bringing the game to a place that i couldn't have imagined 20 years ago to me that was like think about wes at the beginning of his career and how it was just like mom mentality season after season and he like always would try to form an opposing alliance and it kind of was, you know, uh, bananas and company really running season after season. Um, mostly the company doing the running and bananas being an underling. And he has now graduated to be uh, doing the running. But um, Wes is now seeing that, like, oh, an actual other side of the house has like formed. And this is what we're getting. And this is what he has kind of been trying to do. So it seemed pretty genuine to me. I um, 
Also, maybe I'm just projecting what I want to see and why I'm happy about it. But that's uh, how I took it, at least. Yeah, I'm uh, excited for um, just I'm always I'm always happy to see Wes whenever he comes around. You know, it's it's not like um, I wait with bated breath for the next time that he's going to show up because I know he's going to show up sooner or later. Um, so it's nice to see him every so often. It's um, becoming very hard to predict how he's going to do on the challenge because he either wins or comes you know third episode out uh i mean this is episode six but he's you know still the third team no uh yeah third full team eliminated here um so yeah um hard to figure out where wes is um as far as a a competitor these days again we know he can win but you know this very rookie mistake he made in the daily challenge um and then going out here it's like all right well um Okay. Um, and Zara, I'm, I'm excited to hopefully see her on a, a main show sometime soon because I thought that she had a lot of uh, fun moments and potential. Mm-hmm. Definitely. If they're casting a season 39 anytime soon, I think you definitely look at uh, quite a few of these MVPs. But I think Zara fits right in there as far as uh, moving her over to the main show, especially if UK is not coming back. Yes. Um, anything else on that elimination or those two? So I think this is an obvious answer, but now that we have seen both episodes play out, um, I think we can see like an added reason for why they might move this um, elimination to this episode. But preference wise, you still prefer it at the end of last episode or seeing that we canceled this elimination. Did it make sense to bring here? No, please do it at the end of the episode because I forgot almost everything that happened in last week's episode. <laughs> um, I want to wrap up in a nice bow each week um and i certainly don't think that's a uncommon or hot take yeah that's the thing is um while this episode i don't even really think benefited that much like it wasn't that exciting of an elimination um it was exciting to see who got thrown in but after a week of waiting um most of the excitement had kind of like dripped out (laughs) they dripped off so um i was definitely like i think if we had come in here last week after you know seeing Ben and Casey unexpectedly get thrown in, it would have been just off the wall, just out of our minds. So um, I think that definitely hurts to put it here, unfortunately. 100%. I mean, uh, I don't know if they do this kind of thing if it's not like Wes being specifically the one that is going home um, to like make it such a big deal. And I don't know if they get like, do they care that they're getting an extra Wes episode uh, for 10 minutes at the beginning of this episode? I don't know. Um, but yeah, please enough with the cliffhangers I, I, I like if you're watching this on a binge you know a year from now or whatever it, it's sure no problem you just play the next episode and you're fine but um as far as the way that we're watching it and podcasting about it it definitely takes all the air out so that's my thought mm-hmm. um i agree we go back to the house and uh we're going to see the winners of the elimination casey and ben are going to pull Darrell and kiki aside for a quick talk and um just really kind of pat themselves on the back for how cool calm and collected they're going to take this and Darrell has really nothing to offer here as to why he you know uh said their names he tells us the reason uh, more or less but uh to them he's just like i don't know i couldn't think of anyone else it was so funny to me when Darrell is talking at the elimination. He's like, now I have an angry Ben and Casey come in and here's why I really did it. And here's like things I'm thinking about. And I really got to come up with a reason to tell them. And what am I going to say? And I have to explain this. And they're like, Darrell, why did you do it? And he's like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> wow. Okay, Darrell. Thanks for really coming up with a great answer. Yeah, he really <laughs> thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. I um, well, you know couldn't think of anybody else. <laughs> it's... Oh, thanks, Darrell. It's Darrell, and I think that they'll buy that. <laughs> uh, that's such a problem. <laughs> yeah. Because um, the thing is that, like, 
that's the best that he could come up with in terms of reasoning and like a lie. So um, I understand why you might be inclined to believe it, but uh, I don't know. This is bad. It's also like, why not just tell him the truth? Tell them the truth. Like Ben caused a whole commotion amongst team Australia because he was trying to do that thing with Troy. Just be like, you were messing with Australia and we didn't appreciate it. That's it. No hard feelings. It's, I don't know why you did that. Yeah, I do wonder if you then maybe influenced a little bit of, like, what happens later with Casey and Ben trying to help Troy and Amber later in the episode. Like, do they, like, all right, we're keeping our nose out of it, or um, <laughs> do they still make the same move? So I, I, I don't know what the right move is there, but it was just funny to me that uh, that was the best that Darrell could come up with. Yeah. Um, we are, to get back onto the Ben of it all, uh, they... The Team U.S. and uh, Team Australia are definitely uh, this alliance of Danny, Sarah, uh, Emily, and Grant are definitely looking to get Ben out uh, sometime soon. It's uh, not just a matter of like, oh, he's not really our closest ally anymore. Now they're like, all right, we've had enough. It's time we can let him go as soon as possible. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite things um, about this season, uh, I'll say that apparently Ben was on the official challenge podcast this week. I didn't get to fully listen to that, but I do know that he was, um, you know, saying that, like, I don't know, I would have worked with Danny and like they just like made this all up. And uh, Danny is fighting that back on Twitter Um, for anyone who doesn't. I usually don't follow almost anyone from the challenge on Twitter. Uh, Danny has broken that rule because I find Danny to be very entertaining on Twitter during Yeah, Danny's been so fun. So for anyone that wants to, I recommend it. He is uh, calling his castmates out. He is editing like clips together (laughs) and or like this man is like TikToking like everything to show us the clips, show us the receipts. I don't know if Kiki's doing it, his wife Kiki. I don't know if he's doing it. I don't know if he's got someone on the case, but he has got it. Yeah, Team McRae is has my stand card. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, the way that they're showing like bananas hypocrisy, Ben hypocrisy, like Tory hypocrisy, all across the board, um, editing clips together, giving behind the scenes stuff. It is very fun for me. So recommend Danny on Twitter. You can even unfollow after the season. I don't know, but how um, dare you? As, I'm just saying, like especially during this, uh, Danny has been great. So uh, give me more Danny on Twitter and uh, you know future seasons as well. Yeah, the. Uh the clip that he had posted last week in case anybody didn't see it um, was, and it's so funny because it happened again this week. Uh, It was Mm -hmm. a clip of, I want to say Jordan um, uh, a week or two prior um, vote, uh, doing a burn vote and bananas goes that ladies and gentlemen is what we call a burn vote. And then last week there was some burn votes that didn't, uh, I think Theo might've made it or somebody that, uh, that bananas wasn't happy with the vote. Uh, being burned in that direction. So Bananas goes, I just want to warn everybody in my 35 seasons of experience, it's uh, not great to burn your votes all the time because it could come back to bite you. And Danny put that all together to be like, oh, so it's fine when they do it, but it's not fine when, you know, the other people do it that he's, what? okay, cool. And then this week, cut ahead to Tori being like, oh, um, uh, Jordan, my love, I'm so sorry. Is it okay if uh, I just burn my vote? Uh, oh, but yeah, Tori, just do it. Just, just say, say uh, 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 Jordan, uh, oh, look, a burn vote. <laughs> That's the thing is uh, Danny's 100% right. I don't even know that I can like blame the MTV people to an extent because usually it works for them just to gaslight and like say whatever they want to do in the moment is the correct uh, thing, even on a week-to-week basis. So um, it's hard to tell them that they're doing it wrong, but 
don't like gaslight us, the audience then like on podcast, on Twitter, on wherever being like, well, we know how to play the game. And like, they're just playing it wrong. Like, no, that's not right. <laughs> um, you just like fit the narrative to whatever supports yourself um, on any given uh, decision. And that's fine in the game. You can try to convince people however you want, whether it works or not, you'll have varying degrees of success as we're seeing this season. Um, but like, don't treat the audience like they're stupid. Yeah. And more on that, when we get to the Danny, uh, not the Danny, uh, the bananas and Sarah of it all mm-hmm. in a little bit. So, yeah. Um, and then the final conversation that we see before the challenge itself is uh, Casey and Tori and Amber and Troy um, just talking about how Sarah and Emily are so close. Um, and Tori gets her turn to make fun of those two rather than the other way around that we saw last time. Um, so she is just um, so shocked that they are such fast friends after only a couple of days having known each other. Um you know, God forbid rookies come in and make friends rather than the people who have been here <laughs> season after season and, you know, go on vacations with their uh, fellow cast members because that's how they, whatever. Um, but the, I guess highlight of this is just that Troy feels he's like he's on the outs as well. So um, yeah, team Australia, not as uh, close as tight of a unit as they could be. Um, Grant and Emily um, seem to just not be doing the best job of keeping their entire team uh, feeling close and connected. So it's funny for someone that was like on, are you the one <laughs> like, you know, on a day to day basis is changing up who their perfect matches. And like, I'm in love with this person. <laughs> like uh, to then be saying like, how can you have such a strong connection already? And I agree with the prospect in general. Um, uh, I don't know that like Sarah and Emily would say that they are like best friends in real life to this day. Sarah, you know, really seems to cut people as soon as she is done with them on a season um, and does not socialize with them outside of it. And that's fine. Um, but it's like your relationships are not more important to them specifically just because you've known someone longer. Right. Um, the challenge is called rocket man. If we're uh, going to get up to this challenge here. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was fun in theory. Um, certainly scary in practice uh, as not only uh, grant, not landing on the mat itself, but um, one or two others seem to fall a little bit off to the side. I don't know if that was by like body weight, like Troy, I think also um, did not make a full land on the mat. Um, so that was uh, scary for people to be jumping that high. Uh, obviously it's water down below. It's not like they're just falling onto the ground, but it still um, clearly was not the safest situation as Grant did get hurt. Um what otherwise did you think of this challenge? Um, so for me, I very often come in here and complain about the safety practices of the challenge. I don't know the exact height of this versus um, where they use this, I would say, every day at a summer camp. But um, <laughs> I have less complaints on this, even though he did get hurt. I think that it is um, more of a user error uh, than it is like a direct design flaw with the challenge uh yeah at first glance so who knows but um yeah it sucks that someone ultimately did get hurt here i don't think it was um the best thing in the world to watch considering we had to watch like 12 reps of this and then also just like okay now swim like (laughs) so uh it was fine but i wouldn't be like coming in here aghast at how dangerous this was either i guess not i mean it's Like, jumping into the water is usually, like, an easy, you know, when they fall off a platform into the water, it's like, okay, well, the water's down below, that's going to catch their fall. Um, This, yeah, and that's, you know, obviously when they're doing jumps into the water, into the water, they're not using a harness of any 
type. Um, so there was no harness on this because it was a free jump into the water. But um, just the fact that they were jumping onto something and whatever it was that Grant got caught up in between that made his knee pop out. It was just, um, yeah, I mean, you, uh, user error for sure. But um it's still jumping off of a giant platform. I don't know. It, it, the jump scares me when it's uh, you know <laughs> onto this big inflatable that is then rocketing you know somebody into the air. And some of them had more success with this than others. I was confused at first, and still kind of am confused as to what the jump had to do with anything else in the challenge besides propel one partner farther and make the other one swim farther. But I don't know. Yeah, I mean that's what the challenge was. Again, I just have a hard time being like, this is safe at a summer camp, but not on the challenge. Uh, I don't know how high it was, but who knows? Um, as far as like watching them swim over and over, kind of boring. <laughs> um, the For only sure. person to make it over the top bar appears to be Justine, which I thought was interesting because it's not like um, I think like Tristan and Kellyanne probably have like the biggest size difference on them uh, in terms of teams, but um, it good for Justine and bananas. I don't know if he hit the right spot, if she like threw her body in such a way, but uh, that I thought was like impressive. And then Emily swimming in the water is just ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I was glad when they eventually got to the montage of everybody, you know, just, uh, Justine and bananas, Tori and Danny, Theo and Sa- like, let's just run <laughs> through these please. Um, but then, you know, they saved the best highlight for last with Emily, um, who was obviously an Olympic swimmer and, uh, you know, just need to highlight how fast she is in the water. Um, which also insane because when you get down to it, we find out the top two teams are Kellyanne and Tristan and Kaz and Jordan, Emily. And yes, not in the top two, uh, despite Emily being faster, you know, in the water than, uh, I am on land. Yeah. That's the thing is I did not expect this from yes. I wonder, um, let's look at the challenge USA where Tyson would take people and literally put them on his back and swim them this fast. Um, I don't think there is, uh, necessarily, yes, it's not like that small. Um, but I wonder if Emily could have assisted yes in some other way. It's not something that I had clocked in other seasons of yes was his, uh, swimming ability, but it doesn't seem to be on the level of everyone else. So, um, I'm curious about that. I liked how that when Emily got to the uh, station with the puzzle pieces, like she had both um, and it was like, it <laughs> kind of looked like they might've been done. And then, you know, everybody was yelling, hey, you both have to do it. And then the, the screen even said like both partners must complete the puzzle. Um, so mm-hmm. she had to go back and then get him uh, and, and, you know, <laughs> complete it then. Uh, but again, they did. TJ even gives her her accolades, but they did not uh, successfully come in the top two. Kellyanne and Tristan, we saw that they did pretty well. So that was not surprising. Uh, and then Kaz and Jordan, we saw them at the beginning, but they kind of seemed uh, rather insignificant. I mean, there was a, there was a couple confessionals from Theo and Kiki, both talking about how good that uh, they are as a team. Um, I wasn't really taking that seriously as far as this challenge goes. Um, but I was supposed to because they were the top two teams. They came within one second of each other and Kellyanne and Tristan get the win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jordan, I know is like a really good swimmer. Um, he's definitely yes. like one of the best on the challenge. Um, was completely unaware as to the other three's abilities in uh, Tristan, Kellyanne and Kaz, but uh, good for them. I was excited to see a different team in Tristan and Kellyanne win. I think that probably a lot of people would not have been betting on them to win a daily challenge moving forward. So mm-hmm. um, I think that's exciting. Unfortunately, we didn't get to see their power play out, but uh, I like mixing it up. And then, uh, oh, wait, what was my, nope, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> oh, there we go. Time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then it disappeared. Um, uh, we'll see if it comes back to me. Um, but, oh, yeah, there it is. Uh, Kellyanne um, finally found a puzzle she can complete. 
<laughs> Calling us a puzzle was so generous. I like know. just it was three crest. pieces, two pieces. See, the the, the crest, the image, the something. Yeah. Like you, there was not even like a single like uh, like jut out. It was just like put the left, put the right, done. <laughs> <laughs> she did it. Um, congratulations, Kellyanne and Tristan. And uh, we get back to the house and she's like, people treat you differently when you're in power. And I was like, wow, she's not wrong. But like the fact that this is like everybody jumping on them. Um, I'm like, <laughs> I think people are, this is the first time anybody's been excited to be around Kellyanne in the entire season. So I know I was like, can everyone stand up? <laughs> <laughs> Calm down. Like you're probably not going to be nominated. You don't need to do this. Um, the, the big, uh, scene that we're going to get back to here, um, is going to be Tori and Sarah and Danny discussing the plan and Tori's getting into it with them saying, look, I know that we're playing these different games and that we're kind of on different pages, but like, here's what's going on. Um, I'm not going to vote for Jordan. Neither is bananas, blah, 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 blah. All of a sudden bananas comes out and uh, you know, he's like, all right, like we can figure this all out together, right? Like we can get on the same page. Um, and then it doesn't take, you know, more than two seconds for him to start challenge explaining to Danny and Sarah, which immediately is going to stop the two of them and say, what the hell are you talking about? Why are you trying to gaslight us into thinking that like any decision that we make is wrong just because we need to think the way that you think Johnny bananas, John Devenenzio, De- De uh, they should have gone with. <laughs> This was so annoying. I mean, I have a lot of questions surrounding this, but let's discuss the like Tori and bananas out of it all. It's just that like you don't treat them as equals and that's what's annoying. Um, for me to get to say that like, oh, someone is speaking to Sarah disrespectfully and I'm upset about that. <laughs> like, is uh, you, you did bad. Um, so uh, I think that bananas and Tori, you can tell it's like, well, this is what's going to happen and this is going to happen. And so like, what are you going to do now? Like, okay, can we just like have a discussion if they're allegedly like, hey, they should be trusting you and on your team. Can you just work with them a little bit? But they refuse bananas acts completely incredulous, like rolling his eyes, like making faces like he's in pain. It's so obnoxious. Yeah, the thing is that, like, Johnny Bananas talks to everybody like this um, if you're not, like, his friend, and maybe even if you are his friend. Um, mm-hmm. So he just finally met his match um, for the first time in a while of somebody that's willing to talk back um, and, and not just sit there and take it and say, oh, yeah, like... Um, you're right. Like that's how we should play the game or just, you know, roll their eyes and move on or whatever. Sarah and Danny, uh, Danny, you know, started this by saying like, why are you going to make her feel like an idiot? Just because, uh, you know, cause the way that he describes uh, the way that he tries to like go about this, um, specifically like the things he says are like, um, well, I found, you know, in the past, like when you try to think two or three steps ahead, I'm like, bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. What are you saying? Mm-hmm. Tr- they're trying to think two or three steps ahead. And that's, that's bad. Uh, you plan your entire game out on the vacation before you get to the show. Um, and they're like, no, 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 just stop talking right there. Like no- nothing you're saying is coming off even slightly genuine of like, you know, you're trying to tell us how we should play the game and tr- it's complete BS. We're not idiots. And, and bananas then in confessional, is even trying to be like, oh, well, if I was playing Survivor, I would want some advice. No, you wouldn't. You've played these games before. You know how they work. They're all, it's, it, 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 you know, you're getting down to the end of the game with people that you can trust. It's a very similar concept and it works all across these different games. They're, they have different mechanics of how you get from start to finish in all of them, but they're all around the same concept of social strategy kind of 
whatever. Um, and you have a survivor winner and a challenge winner um, in Sarah, and you have a challenge winner and very uh, high-placing survivor player as well uh, in Danny. So they know what they're doing. They're very good at what they do uh, in, in playing these games, and they are the first rookies to, you know, in, in years uh, to make a very compelling opposition to the veteran presence and, you know, not just roll over and let the vets control the game. Um, and this is, again, what we've been talking about for weeks as to why Bananas and Tori and all them are, are throwing a fit out there because they're not just getting their way super easily. Um, so the fact that Bananas even tries it with this specific, you know, line of, of reasoning with them to say like, well, you just can't think about it. They're like, shut up. Like, just say what you want to say and stop trying to make us feel like idiots, which I mean, I, I, cannot disagree at all with what they had to say there it's just if someone's not willing to tell you the plan it's because it's not going to help you um or they don't trust you so one of the two and i'm trying not to be like really mean but um when you refuse to engage with people in a conversation of strategy it i generally think it's because you think that you're going to be out argued and can't yeah. come up with reasons yeah. um so yeah. uh not because um you uh, your plan is even necessarily going to screw them over but maybe because you think that they are going to outthink and out strategize you which i think is the case here <laughs> i think that um that's in general why people are scared of um first big brother players and now especially survivor players where they are coming in at a much higher level of gameplay than a lot of other people on these shows so i think that um the walls are up immediately with people from these shows and i am curious to see uh how this works out for any of them because it's just like you can't outsmart them so you refuse to engage at all i mean like bring it back to our little world of like online gameplay where we play you know couscous duck every week um mm -hmm. when you get caught and you know it's like very obvious that you're not getting out of what you're getting out of uh or what you want to get out of and uh you just kind of put your cards on the table and you're like all right fine like I, you got me Let's let's keep on moving. Um, it's a lot easier to, you know, to, to maneuver that and to get over that. And people have more respect for you in that kind of way or not more respect just because you didn't fight. But like it's it's more of like there's more levity around the situation and you can kind of like actually have a conversation and maybe make a, the next step uh, or, or whatever the case is in a case like that. When you can just say, all right, fine, you know, you're right. Let's let's move on and let's figure something else out. Um, and, and Bananas doesn't have that ability to be like, you know what? You're right. Um, like, let me take a different approach to this from my end of things, because in his mind, he's the 20 plus season veteran. And uh, why should he adapt any of the way he's thinking? He's not going to change. Um, and he's just going to hope that these, you know, uh, persistent uh, rookies, for lack of a better term, the second season, you know, players um, just kind of maybe back off. Um, like, I don't know what line of thinking he is in to think that they're just going to be like, you know what, you're right. Let's just do it. Uh, you know, we've been pushing so hard, but you guys got this from now. Mm -hmm. Or an even a grander level of, let's say, politics when you don't know how to win an argument. And so you refuse to engage and just bring up other completely irrelevant things as distraction tactics. Um, yeah, I think that happens all the time in the world. So um, it's annoying. It's just like further evidence that I don't even really think that some of these people are like that good of game players. I think that they are just on the show for long enough that um, they have like just eh, been grandfathered in. I don't even think that Bananas 
really set up his position in the long run. I think that Bananas was uh, with better players in the past. Um, they left the show for one reason or another. Bananas inherited all of that goodwill and all of the allies um, and like the the name and has just like rode that for 15 years. Yeah, pretty so, much. Yeah. Um, so we get – sorry, God. The other thing I'm interested in is Tori even says like, well, Theo's not going to vote. Uh for Jordan um, and the votes in last week that really interested me I saw a couple charts out there um, because it's impossible to follow in like the moment they don't put any um, uh, like counters on screen or anything I can't keep track of 16 votes it's not happening like when they're all getting like you know arguing in between and it's entertaining uh, I just don't care to or you know 32 votes when they're voting for two people um, so it and they barely show any of it um, so with Theo and then also Justine those are my like two biggest question marks in the game I would say um, where Theo is completely missing from the screen I feel like we you know so many people waited for Theo to make his big comeback and um, outside of one moment here it's kind of been a dud mm -hmm. for me um, and Justine is kind of MIA outside of a couple conversations with Team USA I don't really know what she's doing I love Justine um, when we do get her but I feel like they have just like completely dropped her from the show um so that is weird um and so the fact that uh she just went along with the plan last week to vote in australia and didn't like put up any kind of fight against bananas and theo um refused to give vote against jordan and like the larger alliance i just want to know where they stand because i don't understand how it benefits them uh in like you know i understand in their conversations how it can benefit them but in terms of what actually comes out in the votes i'm very confused theo's definitely in with the tory and bananas group we see him walk out with them this week when you know he's when they're all having this conversation with sarah and danny so he's he's very much firmly in that side i don't know how he got there because he's been gone for so long but he found a home there and that's where he's gonna land um and then uh justine i feel like is probably just following suit with bananas and i hate to say that because i wish it wasn't true um but I do feel like, you know, the tactics that Bananas is trying to use on Sarah and Danny is probably what he's using on Justine. And I would say it's probably working. Um, and I only say that because we're not hearing anything from her to, to say, well, I want to go with the Danny and Sarah plan because I agree with that. Um, I feel like she knows that she's got a good partner by her side and the best thing that maybe she can do is to say, let me just keep letting him play his game he'll get me to the final the way that he knows how to. And then, you know, hopefully that does well for us and we win. Um, she, she's definitely not coming in with the same mindset that, you know, the other two have of like, let's get out the strong player. She's like, well, I have a strong player. So let me just get to the end. It's kind mm -hmm. of how I feel like she's probably thinking. It does feel like that. Um, she's had a couple moments in conversations with Danny and Sarah where she's like seemed on board for the plan and seemed to be even like contributing. Um, I have heard that Justine, um, because people even like have thrown her name out for an alleged uh, Love Island UK All-Stars that is potentially coming up this summer. Um, mm -hmm. And so they threw her name out and they're like, no, Justine has like talked about how she wants to focus on the challenge and really like that's her thing. Um, I love Justine. I would love for that to be true. But the way that that is going to happen, I understand that I think she probably like she wanted Wes, she wanted Jordan, she wanted Bananas because I think she really wants to learn this game. Um and she came from Love Island, not a strategic show like Sarah or Danny, but like you got to also play the game. I understand that you want to learn, but unless you are actively playing, you're not getting screen time. Um, I don't think that any casual knows who Justine is and really cares if she comes back at this point, unfortunately. I think you're right about that. Yeah. Um, but she's great. And maybe we'll, you know 
be able to find her on on other shows. There's a million shows popping up these days, even if it's not challenges. I don't know. My um, fingers are crossed. I can see her like back. I think her name has even been floated out for USA too. So like I can see her, uh, you know, in the mix, um, still moving forward. But I think she's probably like pretty easy to work with based on mm-hmm. um, like all of you know everything that I've heard. But uh, uh, Justine, just do something, please. Yeah. <laughs> please move, get up. Um, <laughs> so when we get to the vote, um, Amber's going to kick us off here and start something new. She says, "Try something new," um, and uh, she's going to vote for yes and Emily uh, because they haven't talked to her. And Emily takes this as a betrayal from Troy because they're obviously, you know, both uh, Team Australia there, um, and that's what's going on there. We're going to see that there's a bit of two different plans going on here um, of an idea to throw in yes and Emily from one side and the other side was potentially going to target Amber and Troy. Um, that's what, am I getting this all right? That Tori wanted to put together a plan to put Amber and Troy in, um, which is confusing because Tori and Amber had a strategy scene earlier in the episode. Mm. Um, and then, Ben and Casey are trying to flip this and say, no, we're not going to let you do that. We're going to put yes. And Emily in, which again is confusing to me because Tori and Casey are like such good allies. Why would Casey be doing something like this to completely flip it on Tori? Am I missing something? So I think I can understand that. Like Tori sees like, she's been saying like, you work with me on Jordan. I'll work with you on your allies. And for, um, Danny and Sarah, especially Danny, his allies in Australia are Grant and Emily. So I can see her like being like, okay, I'll prioritize those two teams within Australia if you can compromise on like, we got to vote Australia. Um, so I understand why they might want to throw in Troy and Amber. <laughs> Tori has. Um, you know, within the episode outside of it, been like, I actually love Amber now. I'm, like, I'm totally working with her. And it's like, mm, okay, interesting. So <laughs> who knows about that? Um, but yeah. uh, I'm not that surprised what, uh, by Tori's move, what I almost surprises me more is Amber taking Tori's information and kind of like backstabbing her and like trying to work against her here. Well, is this, say, are you saying that like before or after she knows the information that she was being targeted? Uh, sorry, from Casey. Oh, I was like... I'm surprised. Did I say Amber? I thought I said Casey. You said Amber. I was like... (laughs) I definitely think she's justified in trying to do that story. Um... Yeah, no, that's 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 the confusing part again to me that that Casey um, is going against this this plan so strongly that Tori is putting together. I mean, is she just following Ben's lead now? Who Ben is like, oh, what's the plan? Okay, let me do whatever I can to not let that plan happen um, because he's just an insane person. I don't know. Yeah, um, Ben is not the best strategist, so. Um, and it feels like Casey is a very good strategist. So I am confused as to why it seems like Ben is running the show. This man was like, out here like, I played Survivor 2 and Danny and Sarah don't think that I know what I'm doing out here. It's like, you didn't even say I won Survivor 2. He literally just said I played Survivor yeah. 2. Like, bro, everyone wanted you out at like Final 10. <laughs> like, um, I don't know. He has his strengths in the game. Like the social game is generally pretty good. Um, I just don't think strategy is one of them. And no. that's fine um i think that in reality casey probably is running this but the fact that she thinks um working against tory's plans is the move and like directly ratting her out is very interesting to me yeah it's you know these uh big votes while very messy and very 
um, drama filled, uh, they've been confusing to track exactly where everybody stands. I mean, I don't know if it's a, you know, problem with just the amount of time in the episode that we have to, to show everybody's individual everything's, but, um, there's a lot of holes that I feel like need to be uh, needing to be filled, uh, information wise. So, um, we still have Danny and Tori that can't get on the same page. And this turns into a whole thing, uh, because people are just getting sick of the fact that they can't agree. Um, and Theo decides he's going to get up and loud about it this time. And he starts getting on Danny's case being like, what do you think? You're so special that you just get to take all the time you want and vote, uh, and, and decide, you know, uh, to leave us here for like, what do you, Theo, where do you got to be? Like, <laughs> do you have an appointment somewhere? Do you have a phone call to make? Like, where are you going uh, that you need Danny to hurry up so much? But obviously Danny pushes back and it turns into a uh, very fun confrontation for, for me to watch. Yeah. Part of me is like, okay, Theo, thanks for showing up to the show. I'm glad you're here now. Um, and the other part is like, all right, like mini Jordan, like I'm not like, this is not the moment to Literally. be picking. It's not the fight to be picking. Um, I don't care about this. Um, I'm glad Danny pushed back. It was entertaining, but in all actuality, like this is stupid. You're like, imagine trying to tell Danny McRae what to do. <laughs> I would never. No. <laughs> no, no, no. No, thank you. Um, and Danny, you know, again, he's pushing back. He's like, don't you tell me what to do. You don't know my game. You can shut the hell up and wait for us to vote because uh, you're not the boss. You're Like, you're not the mayor. You're not the one in charge here. Um, we are here to vote. And Tori and I are going to figure out a vote. And uh, end of story. Yeah. And interestingly, they decide to vote for, um, you know, less interestingly, Ben Han and Jody. And interestingly, Jordan and Kaz. Yes. The burn what? vote. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, it's it's truly bizarre um, to the point where it's like, how can I even comment on this in the way that like, OK, Tori spends weeks talking about I can never say Jordan's name. He's my ex-fiance. Uh, and then Jordan, I'm going to burn a vote on you. I just um, like only one other team threw their votes that way in Emily and yes, but like what? <laughs> Why? Yeah. Why didn't we just vote for Amber and Troy if this was your plan? And you're gonna burn a vote like bananas is right there. <laughs> like yeah, do him. <laughs> it's so weird. Um, Theo just I, yelled at you. Vote him. <laughs> and then, <laughs> like, man, need more information. I, I I don't understand. I I really don't. Um, if anybody out there <laughs> gets it, tweet at us. Or, or me. Um, I, I need more information. Um, all I wrote in my notes was uh, votes are flying everywhere, um, but there's obviously this aim for maybe either Troy and Amber or Yes and Emily. The votes end up going on Yes and Emily while almost everybody across the board is putting their votes on Ben Ha and Jody because it's an easy team uh, to throw in because, again, they're not connected and it's just somebody else going into elimination before you are. Um, so when we go into this Hall of Fame room, uh, we see it's John A., Kellyanne, and Tristan in there. They see the names pop up. Uh, and John A is like, well, if Grant and uh, when Grant comes back, uh, he's obviously not going to want to go against Emily. So they're hoping to get Ben Ha and Jody uh, at that point. And uh, unfortunately for her, Grant is not going to be coming back. Um, John A was in uh, high spirits about it pretty much from the jump, though. Um, are, are we ready to get into all that or? Let's do it. OK, um, so we get to the elimination and out comes Mr. Grant Crap um, on two walkers or canes or crutches uh, uh yeah um certainly not ready to compete in an elimination mm -hmm. leave it to bananas though to yell come on grant pick it up dude um grant 
very much like in a like defeated voice. It's like it's not even funny. Um, yeah, that's bananas. <laughs> like he's gonna make a joke at someone's expense that like is physically hurt, about to have like you know their dream taken away from them. In Grant, I feel like he takes this very seriously. Bananas will be back on another. Uh, Australia is definitely getting canceled. So um, who knows where Grant will show up next? But uh, yeah, and typical bananas. Yeah. Um, very funny. So, so hysterical. Um, uh. but yeah, I mean, TJ obviously makes, uh, the, the, uh, comment here that I think, uh, most of us are probably thinking of, wow, he is this hurt. And he continued swimming in the challenge and did the whole thing. Uh, he like got onto land with the puzzle pieces mm-hmm. and he was walking like he was fine. I mean, he's, he says he obviously felt it and he goes immediately to get medical attention and gets taken in the van and yeah, something was wrong there. So I don't know if it was just the adrenaline that was powering him through it. It must've been. Um, but yeah, the man was, uh, was, it was not in good shape and is, ultimately going to be pulled from the game here so that's horrible yeah it sucks um you don't want to see this happen to anyone i will say that i have started love island australia season one uh, on which grant is on and it has made me um a little less upset um <laughs> to see grant get pulled um but like is still upset i don't want to see uh anyone really go out in this way um i would like to see them compete in an elimination as kellyanne agrees that even though she has her uh issues with john a she doesn't want to see her um pulled in this way so pretty unfortunate yeah um, nice, nice of her to say that. I mean, um, cause you, I mean, I think most people would probably agree. Nobody wants to see somebody go out of the game like this. Um, it's just not, it's not, uh, uh you don't want anybody to get hurt, let alone, uh, have to go out of the game without a fighting chance. So, mm-hmm. um, John a being in good spirits was very nice to see. Um, I, I don't think she meant what she, what I thought she meant, but she was like, yeah, I haven't like lost the game in a while. Um, <laughs> and I was like, I don't know if you meant like. Uh, and I don't know. Um, but whatever she meant, yeah, she ha- she hasn't lost in, in a couple seasons. Um, and it she still true. doesn't lose here. Yeah, the thing is that um, like Grant is like, I feel so bad for John A, and she's like, if anyone can like understand it, I don't really know what that means. I don't feel like Me John either. A has got <laughs> partners pulled in the past, like um, <laughs> you know. Uh, so don't really get that. But um, I feel like John A said that she like showed up here to like compete and prove to herself that she could compete on the level of the main show. And that's why she like had to do worlds. Um, and I think she's done that. I think that John a did like phenomenally this season. I would love to see her back on another world championship, um, or, you know, anything of the sort. I do agree that I have always wanted to see how she would stack up against the main, um, challengers. And I think that she did well. And as for grant, I would love to see him on season 39. Yep. Um, I agree with that and I can't wait to see Johnny back whenever, uh, and however that ends up happening, uh, all stars, the next all stars or, well, she's not on the next all stars. That's going to be airing soon, but, True. um, maybe the one after that or just the flagship show either way. I think she's, uh, you know, here, and that's not happening. <laughs> Why not? She is not leaving her kids for three plus months. <laughs> it's not happening. Um, whatever it is, I, I think she's very much uh, invested in, in being still around and on the show. And I, I'm appreciative of anything that we get with John A because I've really been enjoying her return. Um, rise to being a champion. So Ben Ha and Jody, yes, and Emily are all off the hook. And TJ is telling them to, you know, not squander this opportunity uh, for your next life in the game and whatever. Um, and he also tells them to be careful, um, <laughs> which is like fair because <laughs> Grant just got hurt. Um, yeah. 
so that's it. Again, two teams are out in one episode, which I guess is their way of justifying the cliffhanger from last week. Uh, we think that this could be a 12-episode season, I believe, so that means that we're about halfway there. Still have more than half of the teams left to go, but, you know, what, four or five of them will make the final. So um, say this is seven, eight, nine, I'm doing math, uh, seven, eight, nine, oh, God. <laughs> ten, eleven. If episode 11 has an elimination, then you're looking at five teams going into the final, and I don't Oof. know how that will work, but we'll see. I hate that. Make it three. It should always be three. It should be one episode. That's it. Yeah. We'll see. That's all I want. Um, I do want to ask if Kellyanne did have to make this decision, who do you think is going in? You know, it's crazy. I did not even think about it. Wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> Kellyanne and Tristan. Um, it's Ben Ha and Jody or yes. And Emily. Um does she have any relationship with either side? I think they probably, she does not want the best for John a. Um, so I feel like she puts grant in against Emily and breaks up Johnny's number one alliance. Yeah. That's the thing is, um, Kellyanne has claimed like she's going to play strategically. She's not going to just play on vendettas. Um, I don't know her relationships with yes or with Jody, but everyone like, is obsessed with yes, except for Wes that's ever played with him. Um, they, you know, think he's like the best person ever, especially the women. Um, and Jody seems to be like a closer ally of John a as well. So like throw her in against, uh, throw her and grant against like probably their closest allies in the game. So I do agree that that's probably the move, but, uh, I, I do agree that, sorry, I agree that, um, throwing in yes. And Emily is like the better move, but at the same time, like, uh, Kellyanne can be emotional and I could see her wanting revenge and throwing in, uh, Jody as well. But I think ultimately Emily and yes, go in. Uh, yeah, I think that makes the most sense at this point mm -hmm. in the game for them. Um, I still think that they're on the outs, I think is a very obvious, uh, Kellyanne and Tristan that is so, very much, you know, I don't know that like <laughs> this move would have put them into any kind of like better position. Um, it's really just a, a revenge move that she would have been doing of potentially getting those two teams against each other, but, um, she's got nothing to lose. I mean, it doesn't put her in a worse position, like weakening team Australia and getting out one of two really strong teams is not bad. Yeah. <laughs> like in any which way. That's true. I mean, I would say also that every team left is strong at this point, but. Um, yeah, I would say that Johnny and Krant are like towards the top. I would say Emily and yes are like, um, in the middle somewhere. Yeah. Um, every team kind of has their, you know, uh, lopsided, uh, scale of one team member being a lot or, or a little bit stronger than the other. Not every team. Um, I feel like you have teams like Danny and Tori, if they can get their, get on the same page, like very strong, uh, Sarah and Theo and all them. So, um, mm -hmm. there are good, strong teams, but a couple of them are still looking a little lopsided yeah um what else from this week anything else um no i don't have anything from reddit i don't have anything from the podcast i uh feel like while there's been drama it's uh been a little muted this week yeah again uh wes is uh, gonna be a dad so that was the big news um if you care about some of these people's personal lives um let me pull up i always screenshot this reddit post and then never remember to go back to it but i did this <laughs> time um it's just the elimination stats it says Ooh. that uh, this is casey's first team elimination win because she lost the last two if you could remember who those were with uh one mm. kenny clark Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, this is Ben's first win after avoiding elimination on the Challenge USA. 
because he didn't. Okay, he didn't go in. Okay. Ben, Danny, and Tyson were the only men to not go in on that season. All right. Um, Wes joins Nani, Bananas, and Anissa on the double-digit elimination losses group. Wes is now fifteen and ten. Uh, yeah, fifteen. Yeah, and 10. I saw a lot of discussion of Wes's elimination record dating back to Fresh Meat One, and how should it be even worse considering um, the like luggage twist that season? So I don't know. People are starting to doubt Wes's elimination ability. Um, I guess. <laughs> but when you go into this many eliminations, like you're not going to win them all. No, not at all. But they're just saying like Wes used to have like a, he used to be like the elimination guy. And I don't think he is that by any means anymore. And people were questioning like, was he ever? Yeah. Fair. Um, and then John a remains technically undefeated since her all stars three win, not losing an elimination since 2015 on battle. Of the X's two. All right. Like to see it. Yeah. Um, all right. That's all I got. Yeah. Um, Oh, Argentina is now out on Paramount Plus in case anyone wants to watch that. Uh, really was like, want to watch it preseason so that we can get like all of the relevant players and get to know them. And then uh, they all went out. So, I, <laughs> I mean, you know, Ben is still here, but I feel like we know him at this point. So maybe I'll watch it eventually. We'll see. Um, if uh, I'm, I'm running low on time these days, but if uh, I find yeah. some, I will check it out. Um, would love to see the four players that we got here a little bit more in depth. So someday. Um, but otherwise, I think that's it for now. Um, what's going on uh, in your world besides the challenge? In my world, um, I got to talk about Big Brother Canada over on RHAP. Uh, I think you'd find it on the wrap-ups, uh, talking about the veto episode yesterday, so people can check that out. And then anything that I'm doing will be on Twitter, at Brian underscore Scally. Alrighty. Um, I also am popping up on sporadic BB can coverage. Uh, so I'll be over there with Taryn and the crew, um, specifically Taryn for the past two podcasts I've been on, um, <laughs> for anything BB can 11 for, again, those of us watching the season. Um, and that's it for now. Um, the, nope, that's it. Um, so on Twitter at Matt Liguori and, uh, yeah, thank you guys for checking this one out. Um, we're good. We're, we're, out of here i will uh do a draft update in uh sometime in the future because we'll they, keep, the, they keep not coming at like the confession i'm accounts. winning is the update um i don't know if you are, <laughs> i don't know about that when i don't actually read the results i guess you can make up any truth that you would like to <laughs> um so we'll get to that at some point but all right enough of the uh, enough of any rambling here thank you guys again for checking this one out we'll see you next week with episode number seven of the challenge world championship until then follow danny mccray on twitter for all of your challenge tea um and the uh, usa cast is apparently leaving tomorrow so that'll be exciting to uh converse about once we know the people that are going to be on season two of that we will see you guys in a bad mood What's that? Sorry. <laughs> so we might come in a bad mood. <laughs> we might come in a bad mood. Hopefully not. Um, we'll see you guys next week. Take care. <laughs>